of forever Oof. <laughs> what was wrong with that no no just kid, no. <laughs> i'm zach matt <laughs> and this is episode 14 halloween 3 season of the witch take two <laughs> <laughs> after we already spoke very passionately about dr whatever <laughs> dr chalice how dare you <laughs> um Okay, so this is the third installment in the Halloween series, and the first of which to not feature, the first and only to not feature uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, what was the idea here? (laughs) Funny you should ask. (laughs) Um, After Halloween 2, I think they were looking to turn Halloween into an anthology series and have like a different story every year uh release like a you know an unrelated movie every uh october under the halloween banner uh move away from the michael myers storyline i guess and try out some different things and uh this was the first one and it was and the also only. the last <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think you know critically and box office wise uh halloween 3 didn't really uh live Move the up. needle <laughs> yeah it didn't live up to expectations and uh kind of you know put a damper on those plans yeah it's too bad i mean we got a lot of great michael myers movies out of it <laughs> since they went back to the well yeah i mean i don't know i feel like halloween 4 and 5 are pretty good yeah and i mean halloween 6 and rob zombies halloween 2 are two of the worst movies i've ever seen <laughs> Well, I think you're shortchanging uh, Halloween Resurrection or whatever that was called. Uh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that might. I know actually, the cast was star-studded though. Favorite was that with Buster Rhymes and Kelly Rowland or no Ty- <laughs> Tyra Banks? Oh yeah, yeah. Kelly Rowland was in uh, Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason. Jason. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> 
so yeah i mean unbeknownst to theater goers in 1982 um you know they weren't gonna get michael myers what they got instead was a something much better <laughs> a take on witchcraft in the computer age <laughs> apparently as it's been described although season of the witch is kind of uh, kind of not really a great title for this. It doesn't really fit no. with anything that you actually see in the movie. Um, Season of the Witch could have been like a working title for Lords of Salem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> An upcoming? <laughs> no. Worst moment in the history of her. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people would probably think like oh halloween 3 why is that a greatest moment and i mean the truth (laughs) on the surface it isn't we can't explain it it's a (laughs) terrible it's a terrible movie and it has so many plot holes and problems and inconsistencies and things that weren't thought out very well and bad special effects and (laughs) the list goes on and on but the thing that i i just i like about it is uh, the idea of two these two characters that we meet, uh, Dr. Chalice and Ellie. One specifically legendary character. And their little romance that kind of arises. Uh, as Rihanna would say, we found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing more hopeless than when your father is killed by robots or whatever created by a evil... Uh, Mask maker, novelties maker. Yeah, so why don't you explain what happens there in the beginning of the movie? Right, so the film opens with a man being chased by other men. (laughs) The end. No. (laughs) Um, We don't know what's going on. This man is fleeing, obviously scared for his life. Um, Ends up at a gas station. The helpful gas station attendant <laughs> who was taught to always help people yeah. in need unless there was going to be trouble. Right. <laughs> he Trouble meaning the police. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, he, he gets out of there quick. He takes the, the man to the hospital. Uh, the man is like clutching a pumpkin mask, a Halloween mask. Um, won't let go of it. Keeps saying that they're going to kill us all. Is um, murdered in his hospital bed by one of the men that was pursuing him. Presumably, he uh, basically sticks his fingers in the guy's eyes <laughs> and pulls like the bone, like the nose bone or something. Like basically rips his skull, kind of or yeah. something. Usually, the first method one would go to when trying to kill someone. <laughs> Yeah. Especially an easy target. He wipes his bloody gloves on the curtain in the uh, hospital room and then goes out to the parking lot and sets himself on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Pours gasoline on himself. It's actually a pretty great scene. (laughs) Um, Just like me every day. (laughs) Sitting in the parking lot at work, (laughs) dumping gasoline on himself. Um, So... (laughs) You know, this is where we're first kind of introduced to Dr. Chalice, played by the incomparable Tom Atkins. Yeah. uh, And his mustache. And, you know, he's kind of just like, you know, 
WTF, you know, I thought I was going to be able to lay down and relax and all of a sudden yeah, there's a murder yeah. in the hospital. And He doesn't give a shit. He's just there to flirt with the nursing staff and various other members of the hospital staff, but right, something happens that <laughs> piques his interest. Yeah, so the next morning, while the smoking wreckage is still in the parking lot, (laughs) (laughs) the man's daughter, Ellie, appears, and she's got all kinds of questions for the local authorities that they're not prepared to answer. (laughs) They just don't have time to answer. Yeah, they're they're just just like, like, come on, bitch. I haven't had my coffee yet. I don't care what happened to your dad. (laughs) Look, I mean, it's an open and shut case, honey. He's dead. (laughs) The killer is dead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most people would probably just be like, all right, so this crazy guy who the police think may have been hopped up on drugs, <laughs> bath salts, came into the hospital and murdered my dad. I mean, it sucks, but what are you going to do? Right. Not Ellie. I mean, she's convinced that she there's wants more to, to know the what story. Happened. Yeah. Her so, dad didn't have a lot of enemies. Yeah, I mean, her dad was a peaceful shopkeep and didn't deserve this brutal death. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... You know, she's asking around and eventually finds Dr. Chalice at a local bar that he frequents. Yeah. The dimmest of rooms, <laughs> no windows, no light, no customers other than No. <laughs> and, you know, she's this doe-eyed little beauty, you know, very young and innocent and naive. And he's a grizzled old, you know... Doctor, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a weird profession <laughs> for him because he seems like kind of a dirtbag. <laughs> I mean, he's dr- drinking and smoking heavily. Yeah, I mean, he's got an ex-wife who is a lot younger than him, uh, who is played by the uh, sheriff's daughter in the original Halloween. Kind of a hot little number. <laughs> oh, yeah, also <laughs> credited as the hot chick from the Halloween one. Yeah, and uh, he's got two young kids, even though he looks to be, you know, in his 50s. Or, uh, I mean, I guess he's probably late 40s or something. And he's got a lot of time for these kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he brought them some really cheap Halloween masks <laughs> and, and greasy salary. paper bags. <laughs> and they're like, Dad, we already have the silver shamrock masks. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why'd you buy us these pieces of crap? Yeah. They immediately throw them away. <laughs> And, you know, another failure as a father for Dr. Chalice. But um, So when she shows up at the bar, right, did you say this? That they're like, She's like, yeah, well, the hospital told me I'd find you here or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone at the hospital knows that <laughs> the doctor is an alcoholic. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can't it's like if she shows up at that bar, I mean, I, if I was her, I'd just be like, oh, it's not open. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll come back later. Maybe he'll be here then. Yeah, so she's asking, you know, did her father say anything? Like, she wants to try to, like, pump him for information. <clears throat> he said... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wants to pump him for information. He wants to pump her for something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's already had his eye on her. I mean, when she first came into the hospital, you know, the first time to identify the body, like, he definitely noticed her. The wheels started turning. And basically, like, this whole movie, it it kind of 
is the focal point of it is really just like him trying to get in her pants. At least like the first hour. Well, yeah, but everything that happens later, I think, is a result because he decided to get involved. Right. Which like, I mean, I think there's probably a lesson here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he goes with her to her father's shop and, you know, she's, I mean, she fancies herself an amateur detective just cause she went through his date book and called <laughs> some numbers Yeah, and, you know, confirmed what things he made it to I and mean, what he didn't make it to. And right away, his interest in this case has gone well beyond what you would, what normal people would think would, I mean, she's just showing up there to. Ask him if he can. Well, let's give her say any this: clues. if the man that got murdered in his hospital at the beginning had a son rather than a daughter, is there even a movie? <laughs> he's definitely not going to the shop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he's it's over right there. The son comes in and says, "Hey, did my dad say anything?" Uh, no, I'm blackout right now. <laughs> the credits. <laughs> See ya. <Yeah. laughs> Beat it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they they made it a hot chick, so. You know he, pers- you know he's following her around, just like you know, when am I gonna get my chance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she has figured out that like her father went up to Santa Mira, which is a town a couple hours away from wherever they are in California, and you know they've narrowed it all down to this silver shamrock uh, mask place and. She's like, we got to figure out something happened up Which, there. Which, at this point, we've already been inundated with the uh, Silver Shamrock song that's been playing on television and radio. Yeah, counting down to Halloween. Um, the big uh, horror-thon that's going to air, uh, sponsored by Silver Shamrock. They want all the kids to be watching at 9 p.m. or whatever it is. and You know, that's whenever they see the ad for the original Halloween on TV and the people in the <laughs> yeah. theater back in 82 just are now realizing that Michael Myers wait, is not going to be in this movie. What movie is this? Yeah. yeah, they're like, wait a minute. They're So wait, they're acknowledging that Halloween is a movie and Michael Myers is a character in that movie, so not in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people, pro- there might have been some walkouts at that point. <laughs> Some refunds Although, demanded. Huge mistake. They should have walked out, you know, roughly thirty five minutes later, but <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh Dr. Chalice and Ellie uh decide they need to head up to Santa Mira, but not before Dr. Chalice calls his ex wife. Well he's gotta check in, he's gotta do the check in. Well yeah, he's gotta let her know he's not picking up the kids. <laughs> Something came up, and he's badass. <laughs> while he's on the phone with her, he's got a six pack of Miller High Life just <laughs> Ready to go. sitting on top of the payphone. <laughs> he's got to make sure he's got that for this road trip. Um, and you know they drive up to Santa Mira. I mean, he's all in at this point already. I mean, he's ready to spend like however many days this is going to take. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he promises his ex-wife that he's going to be back. On Halloween to take the kids trick or treating, but never mentions never it mentions it again. <laughs> never says it to Ellie. Never is like, hey, you know, we gotta make this like a quick trip here. I mean, we got only got a couple days. I think it's the 29th. <laughs> yeah. Um. Although that doesn't even seem right because <laughs> the time in this movie, like everything about time, that's like a recurring theme in this movie is that time makes no sense. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
because I'm I'm fairly confident when we see them in the bar, like right as that scene's starting, it says it's you know the 29th. But yet, what time did he start drinking that day? It seems like it's like the middle of the afternoon when they get settled into the hotel. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what time is he at the bar? Like nine a.m. Unless it's supposed to be the next day at some point when they don't tell us. All right. It's unclear. Yeah. Like that's what I mean about time. Like, and we'll get into some other time problems later. But like, <laughs> yeah, the days they they really make it a point to keep telling us what day it is. Like when Ellie's father gets killed, we know it's like what the twenty fifth or something. I mean, it's just like they keep saying what day it is. All these stops along the way. At, like, at one point, it even says one hour later. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh uh you know, time indicators in this movie for some reason. <laughs> but um so they get up to Santa Mira and it's kind of a weird town. I mean, right off the bat, they can see like people staring at them out of like all the businesses and that while we're on while we're here, we might as well I I kind of wanted to bring this up like Okay, so spoiler alert, we're just going to jump to explain this. Uh, the main <laughs> villain, Connell Cochran, <laughs> the uh, head of Silver Shamrock, the genius, a true genius as the uh, hotel owner calls him, um, he's basically running this shit. Like He's got this town, he's got this company, and he's an evil dude, and he's going to... He's angry about something. He's going to unlatch his evil plan that involves Stonehenge in some way. But um motivations pretty unclear. Yeah. So he's got an army of dudes, uh <laughs> one of which killed Ellie's father. And those bit guys are basically robots. The only that- thing I can think of that is the world's end, like whatever the villains are in that is kind of like a similar situation. Right. Well, what I'm saying is, okay, so he's got this army of robots. That if you punch them in the stomach, you can kill them. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> like buddies from Power Rangers. Yeah, I mean they they have all these strengths and they're like unbeatable in so many ways. But if you just punch them in the stomach and pull their guts out, whatever. Now, that's well, what wait, I, wait. Okay. <laughs> so he has that. Yet, everyone else in the town are they real people? This is what I was going to ask. Yeah, I mean, okay, so it's revealed at some point that some sort of weird duplication process is going on. Right. So were all those, were they normal people first? <laughs> I don't know. Like, and it, like, so the hotel owner, the uh, people staring out from like the bank, they all seem in line with what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. The hotel they, owner for sure is like... They're all very like pro-Connell Cochran and the fact that they're all staring suspiciously at the outsiders and, you know, everything else. Like, they're all like portrayed as like potentially evil or, or whatever or a part of this. But like, it's kind of unclear why. And then there's the random like homeless guy who wants a drink of... Dr. Chalice's booze. Yeah, and he's not. But why would he have been allowed to live there? <laughs> I don't know. If everyone else is in on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, 
I don't know. But, um, so anyway, they show up and the town is suspicious right away, but <laughs> they come up with some weird cover story <laughs> to get it's it. A company <laughs> town. <laughs> yeah. So they decide they need to get a hotel room to plan out whatever this stupid plan is going to be. One person in particular from the, the group of two is <laughs> pretty keen on the hotel room idea. And, uh, do you not hear that? Okay. So, they approach the hotel, and, um, Dr. Chalice is like, oh, yeah, me and my wife, we need to get a room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so let me Planting those seeds. Yeah, let's just establish what's going on here. He's with a woman who's over 20 years younger than he is. (laughs) They don't have wedding rings on. Naturally, he could have been like, hey, I'm here with my daughter. We need two rooms. But no. <laughs> his immediate re- his immediate reaction is to go with me and my wife. <laughs> we need a room. So he's already like laying the foundation for what he wants to accomplish here in Santa Mira. So um, they get the hotel room. They... Encounter some like other, you know, tourists, see yeah, people a, who are in hot town. bed of activity going on at this hotel. Yeah, a couple people seemingly all checking in at the same time. Uh, all are in town for the Silver Shamrock Factory. Um, after everything's settled and like Doctor Chow's and Ellie are in their room together, um, that's when things you know become quite clear. Really heat up. <laughs> This is when this is the first time where he throws it out there like, hey, you know, should we get another room? And she's like, (laughs) very uh, nonchalantly. And she's like, well, that would be suspicious, wouldn't it? He's like, well, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, if you want, I could sleep in the car. It would be better than this floor anyway. (laughs) Like really smooth operator. Yeah. Like, oh, poor me. I got to sleep on the floor in the car. (laughs) And she's. But this is where we find out that Ellie's game. Like, she's not just some, you know, naive babe in the woods. She's ready to party because she says, well, where would you like to sleep? She just lost her dad. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, where would you like to sleep? That's a dumb question, Miss Gimbridge. (laughs) And then immediately goes in for the kiss. (laughs) Hey, man. That mustache has a mind of its own. Yeah. (laughs) She had big plans for that mustache. Yeah, I mean... So, seemingly, this has been, like, a one-track movie. Like, we see her father get killed. We know that something evil is happening up here. Something that has to do with these masks. Something that has to do with this company. They're going to go investigate it. Yet, out of nowhere, seemingly for no reason, (laughs) they throw in that this man who is significantly older than this guy's daughter, (laughs) they're just going to... Have, carry on with a, a romantic well, relationship. Well, they needed like some believable way that of why he would get involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, the other thing, great thing that we kind of skipped over was uh, when they first check into the hotel room, and it's like, I don't know. It looks like it's two in the afternoon. They could seemingly go to the factory, ask some questions, get some things going. I mean, Ellie is like gung-ho she's laying out a plan and uh dr chalice is just like hold on dude 
chill. We just got here. I need a drink. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's three in the afternoon. Like, it's it's almost nighttime. At this point, she's not. Yeah, she's not even like thinking for sure that they're even gonna stay the night, right? Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, well, yeah. Because oh, oh, you're down to stay the night, and he's like, oh, well, I mean, I suppose I could stay in these clothes tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, he like he plays was it like the one he was threw yeah. out the hotel plan, and he was originally like, "Oh, we just need somewhere to talk without everyone looking at us." Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, they seemingly like uh, bone like several times. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's like a love fest because they, they he goes in for the kiss, and then they cut away. So you know, I guess we're left to assume, and then, then he has to take a fucking. You know, brief detour to the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go to the liquor store, have the encounter with the homeless man, who <laughs> then is immediately killed by the robots after <laughs> yeah. Dr. Chalice walks away. The homeless man able to, you know, talk him into sharing his bottle of liquor with him by saying, <laughs> I don't have any diseases. And Dr. Chalice is like, well, this All guy right. seems trustworthy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's he, he, Dr. Chalice, it's unclear to him whether or not Ellie's even old enough to drink. So, it's <laughs> like, I, I guess I'll share it with this homeless guy. Right, right. Um, so, then they come back, they do it again, and then they're both, like, laying naked in bed and listening to the radio. A very and, intimate scene. I mean, it's not just, like, it wasn't just sex for her. I mean, she is... Yeah, I mean, she's, like, you know, like, rubbing on his chest and got, like, her arms all over him and, like... She's just like, I love your mustache. <laughs> and you're like, that mustache is a goddamn tractor beam. And so, you know, she's like ready to go again, presumably for round three. And he's just like, how oh old are you? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm older than I look or something. And he's just like, oh, well, good, good enough, enough for, for me. me. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't yeah. until like he's already dipped in a couple of times where he's like, "Well, wait a minute, I how better, old are you?" Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they they go for round three, and while well, that's he, happening, he very reluctantly at first, he's just like, "Oh he's my like, god," <laughs> he's like, "I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to hibernate like a bear." <laughs> yeah, he just falls asleep and sleeps <laughs> all through the next day. <laughs> And she just is killed by the Silver Shamrock people. And, and he just, just drives like, back to town. Yeah, she's like, well, this never happened. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, which it is like, too. I mean, the next day, he is kind of like, well, this is like pretty weird. You want to just go? And she's just like. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we're here to investigate my father's death. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Because <laughs> it's like in his mind, he, he pulled off his one goal, this, this whole fucking charade. <laughs> Yeah, so like while they're going at it for round three, uh, Marge in another room at the motel, she has shown back up at Santa in Santa Mira just because she's had some problems with the masks, and the little silver shamrock emblem had fallen off, and somehow she manages to shoot herself in the face with it. <laughs> Like it's a laser, and it just blows her mouth like off, and like a bug comes out of her mouth. And at that point, you know, just effects that are you know way beyond its time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just mind blowing special effects. And yeah, for some reason, like a bug is involved, and it crawls out of her mouth after she's dead. And 
At that point, you know, if you hadn't already realized it, it's a terrible movie and it makes no sense. It's just the opposite of scary. Yeah, I mean, everything about this movie is, I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's not scary. It's it's not even like one of those things where you could like necessarily watch it and be like, oh, it's like so bad, it's good, you know, like it's so, like it's funny. Because, I mean, it's... It's funny, but it's not on the surface funny. I think to like regular people, they would just watch this and be like, "Well, that was pretty crappy," <laughs> and that would be like the end of it. I mean, we're you know here at the greatest moments in the history of forever. We're here to dig beyond the surface level and really get into what's going on. I mean, how much of a dirtbag was Doctor Chalice? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's basically the story of a divorced dude that just doesn't care about his kids. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's perpetually trying to get laid, but specifically here, divorced absentee father. He's smacking nurses on the ass. He's banging lab technicians. He's getting drunk at like 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Just like living the dream, growing out a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, some hot piece of ass is like, hey, I want to take a road trip to Santa Mira. He's like, I'm in. Let me gra- let me just pick me up a, a six, six pack, pack of Miller High Life and you know we'll hit the road. Yeah, and it's like the dead father thing is just like you know and after inconsequential. Th- yeah. right. It's just like whatever, honey. You do what you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like Marge is carted off, and at that point, you know he's a doctor, so he's seeing her being carted off, and he goes out. He has to pull his pants on, no underwear, <laughs> and. I mean, yeah, it's great that we just get to see Tom Atkins like bare ass for no reason. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, One of the great actors of our time. <laughs> so, like, you know, Connell Cochran shows up and they're driving her away, and, and Dr. Chalice overhears, you know, misfire and all this stuff. And he's, <laughs> Which, like, sets him off, even though it's like. I mean, that the misfire thing is when he comes back in and he's like, they're talking about misfires. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what about like, my dad? Something weird's going on. We got to get out of <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> he's like forgotten like where they are and why they're there. He's yeah. just like, I don't know what this is, but we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he's like just sobering up for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. He has been on like just like a bender and he's just like waking up in this rinky dink town like people's faces are exploding yeah i mean she like wakes up the next morning and like the bed is soaked with like his urine he's like crying in his sleep and she's just like oh my god yeah. <laughs> he's just like a complete mess <laughs> she's like throwing him in the shower and spraying cold water on his face she's like wake up good but like it's about me <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, the rest of the movie is, like, kind of just bullshit. Like, yeah. at this point now, it's like they got to go investigate. Uh, they, they <laughs> One of my favorite parts is when they're at the Silver Shamrock factory and they get to go on a tour because they happen along with, like, this family that is going to be used as a test family, I guess, to, like, test out the power of these masks. Like, Well, that's the cover story. Well, yeah, yeah. the te- The test family doesn't know; they don't know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. But like, they're basically gonna be killed. <laughs> and I mean, did we even explain this? I mean, like, a piece of Stonehenge was stolen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has like special power. 
and somehow it's set off by TVs, and <laughs> a TV message is going to play at 9 p.m., and all the kids wearing these masks are going to get killed, basically. And so, like, they got to test it out. For some reason, they waited until the day of to test this out. <laughs> I don't know. But my favorite part is, like, when Dr. Chalice and Ellie are kind of exploring the back lot of this place, and they see her father's car and she runs over to it. And a couple of those like robot dudes just stand in front of her and that's it. And then she kind of like backs away and then like Connell Cochran is just laughing and shrugging and acting like nothing's happening. And it's like so bizarre. Yeah. And like, it never goes anywhere. She never is like, Hey, it's almost like, even though it hasn't been revealed to them yet, it's almost like they're already acting like they know those guys aren't real people. But at that point in the movie, it hasn't been revealed to those characters. So why wouldn't she say, like, hey, that's my dad's car. What What is that? You know what I mean? And the, she doesn't say yeah, anything that to is those strange. guys. They just stand know. there, and they ba- she eventually backs down. And, you know, uh, Dr. Chalice is just like, are we going to get, like, one more bone in at the hotel? Or what is the deal here, honey? <laughs> and so, like, from there, I mean... You know, the test family is killed. That's where we find out what's going to happen. Like, you know, a special message and special flickering pumpkin is going to come on the screen. And that's going to actually, like, kill people somehow with snakes and bugs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really kind of random and unclear how the snakes and bugs get involved. I guess that's the witchcraft element. (laughs) It's all related. So it's going to play on, like, multiple channels, I guess, at 9 p.m. Yeah, which uh, I know you addressed this at some point, but the the whole thing with time, I mean, yeah, this is all supposed to happen at the same time, I guess globally, but or at least across America, and like, well, he's Irish and or whatever, right? It, well, and, well, here's the thing, like, it's not even like they try to hide this fact because at one point they show clips of like kids trick or treating in the silver shamrock masks. In what they say are like all these different cities across the country. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like anybody with like half a brain who's seeing this movie would have to like realize, well, wait a minute, wouldn't it already be 9 p.m. in the like, wouldn't it be way past 9 p.m. in the East Coast and then like the Midwest and everything by the time we get to California? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yes, this was 82. They didn't have like the Internet and not a lot of the 24 hour cable. People didn't know what time zones like, were. <laughs> Yeah, in 82 time zones were like a mystery. Uh, no, I mean, like, yes, the internet and stuff didn't exist, but, like, news would still be coming out. Like, whoa, what's going on? Like, all these kids are getting killed with these masks. Like, what's the deal? Take these masks off. Like, there are, you know, there were like national networks. There were radios. I mean, there was all kinds of ways to spread this word. They would have gotten those commercials because that's basically what they were, were Silver Shamrock commercials. They would have gotten them pulled, you know, from the other time zones. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. So, you know, the whole plan is eventually uncovered. And Although my favorite, like... <laughs> you know, whatever. My favorite part during the, uh, like, you know, what I refer to as the, the lesser half of this movie... Is when uh, Doctor Chalice is like 
whatever tied up in that back room and he just like throws that mask onto a camera yeah. that's like on the ceiling <laughs> it just looks so ridiculous yeah from a seated tied up position he manages <laughs> to throw a mask up onto this camera that's like at the top of the room it's like a one in a million shot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean you're just like if you can do that why don't you just like do that at parties or something <laughs> like i mean what you can make more money doing that than being a doctor <laughs> So, you know, they, he manages to, uh, yeah, mess everybody's <laughs> deal up. Like, yeah. he, he destroys all the robots. He, uh, um, vanquishes Connell Cochran in a <laughs> biz- truly bizarre scene. Uh, really, the special effects really limited in this uh, sequence, but you know whatever. Yeah. And he saves Ellie, who at this point has been kidnapped or whatever, taken by the bad guys. <laughs> and uh, they make a run for it. But at this point, like you know, obviously the kids everywhere still have these masks, and then the Silver Shamrock thing's still going to air. So they're driving away. Yeah, Doctor Chalice. Not really uh, doing much to. F- <laughs> I don't know. It's like he killed the dude, but I don't. Did he think that it was ending or? No, no, like- because he he eventually runs and calls. Right, but okay. I wasn't sure if that was after the death of Ellie or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, it is, but. Well, I know chronologically it is, but I didn't know if that's when he realized that like it was still going, or if uh, I don't think so. Because okay. what what would that? Yeah, happen? I don't know. So they're driving away, and it turns out Ellie has been turned into one of these robots at some Somehow. point. Somehow, I which this is the thing that I don't understand. Like, is she killed, and they made like a replica robot of her, or is she somehow turned into a robot? I don't know. Or was she a robot the entire time? Yeah, we threw that out there. I don't think so. I don't either. Because I, it doesn't seem like they talk. Right. And or plus, some, well, maybe they do, but it doesn't seem like they have personalities, though. Yeah. She doesn't say anything? No, no. That's okay. That's the big giveaway is like they're driving along, and he's talking to her, and she's never talking back. Plus, if she was like a robot the entire time, I feel like there would have been like an under-the-skin Scarlett Johansson-level investigation of herself <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everything seemed to be working fine. Yeah. I mean, she even took a shower at one point. Right. <laughs> and we know robots don't shower or else they fucking... Explode. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, Science so, tells us. Uh, so, you know, whenever they're driving away, she eventually tries to kill him. He crashes the car. And here's another thing with time. At one point, they show the the clock in the car before she is revealed to be a robot. It's like 12 minutes to the time. And yet somehow he finds out she's a robot, drives off the road, crashes the drives car, into a tree, <laughs> kills her, kill fights off her arm. That's been severed. I mean, all, <laughs> then injured. He kind of jogs, you know, limbs slash jogs to a gas station, which isn't in sight. So like who knows how far away it was. And f- finds 
this gas station, gets a number to call to try to like reach the television stations. It's it's still like not nine yet. Like we're still <laughs> like somehow this has all happened in twelve minutes of time. <laughs> and he's he calls some number that we don't know. He's just we he's all of a sudden on the phone and he's like he's screaming for them to take this commercial off the air. And somehow it's on three channels, yet he's talking to one person. And that, that person somehow manages to get it pulled from two of the channels, yet, as the movie is ending, unable to get it off of that third channel. Yeah, like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, and there's even, I like, guess three like... little trick-or-treaters wearing silver shamrock masks that are standing in front of them who have wandered into the gas station to see... This big thing that's been advertised over and over and over again, and he doesn't even say like, "Hey, Although get those masks off." Although the advertisement is even for what? It's like this horror thon, or, or I don't even understand. Wh- yeah, what incentive would the kids have to watch it? I mean, I guess yeah. like you could argue that they've been this hip- annoying commercial. Yeah, 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 that's true, or something. Because there's no, they're not even saying like what it is. They're just like, right. be sure to tune in at nine yeah. p.m. Blah blah. blah. And then, you know, presumably there's snakes and bugs everywhere. (laughs) And somehow witchcraft is to blame and Stonehenge. (laughs) Right. I mean, usually (laughs) whenever a bunch of kids get killed at the same time, Stonehenge probably is factoring (laughs) in somewhere. Yeah, very much involved. Kind of like kind of a shame with what ends up happening with Ellie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of had. I kind of thought maybe she'd be able to to survive, to pull through. But no. Well, does anyone really survive? <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people aren't wearing the masks. Okay, per- that's well. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. That's the I other don't thing. Even like, understand what the goal was? <laughs> well, he says check out after the last hotel scene. I think Connell Cochran is like one last trick to play a trick on the children. So it's like. I think he knows that, like, he's only going to be killing, like, probably 50,000 kids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damage control for... Or something. You yeah. know, I mean, however many kids are watching these channels, like, he's understanding that not everyone's going to be wearing the masks, not everyone's going to be watching, but uh, he wants to reach a lar- as large an audience as possible. Yeah, he's got... And it is weird because, like, when they do the test case, it's like the little kid in the family gets killed immediately because he's wearing the mask and all those snakes and bugs come out. And then his mother, like, passes out. And then, like, you see his dad getting bit by, like, a rattlesnake. But, like... <laughs> God, what a scene. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have to just assume that, like, the snakes and stuff are poisonous and they're going to just bite the mother even though she's unconscious. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> it's kind of unclear how all these people are supposed to die just from like some snakes and stuff. It's like, it seems like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we saw the power of these things. It's like a couple. It's not like these are like fifteen foot fucking pythons from the Everglades. I mean, I think like people could take these snakes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I certainly couldn't, but. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, even if you get bit by a rattlesnake, I mean, you just go to the hospital and they have antivenom. I mean, it's not like it's that uncommon. But, like, (laughs) 
I don't know well, that it's, it's happening like, on the reg. It wasn't even like a cobra or anything like yeah. ob- like really obscure or like super poisonous or something. I mean, it was just like a regular like rattlesnake. I mean, and that sucks and people do die from that, but like to like what, you know, you start to realize that the scope of this guy's plan is pretty <laughs> limited. It's yeah. like you're going to bite some people with rattlesnakes. It's <laughs> like that's it. It kind of seems lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm because glad you we, built this whole factory and, you know, I've been airing these commercials for however long. Yeah, how yeah. much money are you investing in <laughs> in ad time right yeah, here? Yeah, right. Just yeah. for some rattlesnakes and yeah. some crickets? It's airing on all three channels that exist. I mean, granted, I don't, I mean, I hate bugs. I wouldn't want those bugs to be crawling on me, but, like, none of those bugs seem like they're dangerous. They look like crickets and stuff and like <laughs> i don't know like ants i don't know there was like stupid bugs maybe there were some spiders i don't know but like it's a pretty beat plan i mean it sucks <laughs> <laughs> well we know like because we saw what happened with marge like the kids that are wearing the mask i believe are like instantly dead okay i yeah think. yeah and like this the the you know the, the wildlife pouring out of their masks after their death it's like an added bonus i guess but like i'm talking about like these kids parents like older teenagers who wouldn't be wearing lame halloween masks and let's let's talk about that like just because like these three there's three masks there's a witch a pumpkin and what's the third one i don't remember <laughs> yeah i don't even remember what the other one like a ghost i guess yeah, i don't know yeah so like, these masks stink. Like, they're yeah. crappy looking masks. It's just because they're like advertised on TV, like they're convincing all of like all of these kids are gonna wear these same three masks. What a lame Halloween! Like everyone, <laughs> like like you, you know, like when you're in elementary school and you wear your Halloween costume for like the Halloween day or whatever. It's Count like, off by threes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> everyone wearing the same three masks. That'd be pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how many, like, when you really break down this plan, like, how many kids are going to be killed by this? I don't know. Yeah, this movie stinks. <laughs> like, the stakes are so shockingly low. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, granted, like, yeah, a lot of kids right, being right, killed right. would be terrible, but, like, usually in a movie <laughs> like this, like, you, they would present it as, like, some plan to take over the world or destroy the whole world or something like that. It's like... I don't see you taking over the world with like a couple of rattlesnakes and a couple of crappy masks. Like it's just not happening. Bro. Yeah, why doesn't Cochran just keep building an army of these fucking robot dudes and just have them brutally kill people because they seem to be pretty? Yeah, good they're at like it. ripping heads yeah. off, and <laughs> yeah, like breaking skulls and stuff, and like, yeah, and those those things that he makes with like a piece of the Stonehenge, it shoots out like a laser. It's like, you think you could take over the world with those lasers and the robots. He's not interested in that. No, he's interested (laughs) in just murdering children. (laughs) He's Um, just a child killer. So I, I wanted to just to further the legend of Dr. Chalice. Just talk a little bit about his relationship with the, the lab tech. (laughs) Yeah, she's like a little redheaded cutie. A little vixen, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's heavily implied that they have like a little little past or little relationship. Not Maybe a little present. Yeah, yeah. And she kisses him on the cheek. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, see ya. See ya. <laughs> I gotta go. 
He's like, honey. He's, at, I, he's there told, asking her for a favor. He's like, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. <laughs> this ain't no dinner thing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, he's got her and he's like talking to her. I mean, he's got his ex-wife who's a little smoke. I mean, even and, while he's, you know, on the the little sex trip that he's on, he's still calling back to the lab tech. Oh, he's got to keep yeah. you know, a couple irons in the fire. Yeah. He doesn't want to... <laughs> He he. I mean, he's planning on ditching Ellie as soon as they get back. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just like, this is like a wild weekend, honey. There's no future for us. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he's I like, think- he's like, I already get the sense that you know, spending time with you is gonna seriously cut into my bar time, <laughs> and that's like a big buzzkill for me. Yeah, my kids cut into that enough. <laughs> They're not even happy when I bring them crappy Halloween masks <laughs> in a paper bag. Yeah. Um, and then don't show up to take them trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way that his like ex-wife like nags on him and like rides him and stuff is like, funny. And yet, typically, if something like that was happening in a movie, we would probably spend 20 minutes talking about like what a bitch she is. <laughs> yet, in this movie, it's like completely understandable. Yeah. It's like he is like a, the just a total loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do anything right. I don't know. I mean, he certainly hatched a scheme, saw it through, and then, you know, had to deal with the repercussions of it. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean... The lesson once again. Well, what would have happened if he just stay at didn't... the bar? Don't. <laughs> well, yeah. The only thing that would have happened is his kids would have been killed, and maybe his ex-wife. So, I mean, all of his problems would have been solved. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure, like, it's kind of unclear because he calls like his ex-wife from Santa Mira to be like to try to get the kids not to wear the masks, but she's not having it though. So, I mean. Assuming that they flipped around and found the channel that the Halloween message was still on and didn't get fooled from, I mean, his kids are probably dead. <laughs> this idea, like that, there's like, that, that's the thing. Is like in the the eighties, they're just like, well, people don't know how like TV works. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. just be like, they call one guy and he can pull anything. <laughs> yeah, he's basically the TV czar, and he can just decide what commercials are on <laughs> and when they get pulled and whatever. Yeah, like seconds before, like. He's just like there's just one button he has to push and they're just suddenly not on. It's like what would that guy be doing? Like how how would he be doing that? I don't even know. I don't know, but it'd be like a pretty cool job. I mean, especially in 82. That would be impossible now. But even back then it's like he'd have to get off the phone with that guy and probably call 17 other people and and they'd all have to buy into this story of like we got to pull these something bad is going to happen. I mean, just some crackpot with no credentials calls from a gas station and says we got to pull this. <laughs> it's like, why would that guy even pull that from any of the channels? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even make like, sense. Who are you? It's like, I'm Dr. Chalice. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh, yeah. You're the one with that great mustache. Yeah, I mean, man. It's just like. I think, like, one of the things that's, like, appealing about the movie to me is just, like, it's limited, like, world. Like, it's so, like, small. Like, everything about it is small. And yet, like, the the aim of it is seemingly so big with, like, this, (laughs) this... these commercials that are going to be broadcast across the country (laughs) and all of these kids are going to be killed. And yet everything about it is so small. It's like we see the same gas station as a couple of times, this small little motel with tiny rooms, like 
this small town with like no people in it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's everything about it is very contained and very small and right. the world of the movie is very small and yet <laughs> the aspirations are to go so much bigger. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like it's just something great about it. Yeah. It's like this little thing that's happening in this nothing place is, you know, maybe going to have this huge impact on the world and or just, something. I mean, I would definitely say that, like, Dr. Chalice, for as much as we trash him, I mean, he is, like, portrayed as, like, the hero. Oh, yeah, he's definitely yeah. supposed to be the hero. Right, even though it's just, like, when you friggin' boil it down, it is, like, <laughs> he is just, like, yeah, trying to get a crack at that ass, and that is, like, his one mission. Yeah, I mean... Maybe some mild curiosity about what happened to that dude, but I mean, it, probably in his mind, he's just like, I don't know, some crazy dude came in and killed him and then killed himself. So what? <laughs> <laughs> it's no hair off and my again, stash. You, you briefly <laughs> addressed it, but the <laughs> the cutbacks to like the hospital where the car that exploded is just sitting in the parking lot still. It's just like we're not gonna clean that up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, and it takes, like, the lab technician and everyone else, like, forever to realize that, like, not a real human being was in there that lit himself on fire. Because yeah, even though, like... If that was unclear, that was a robot, too. And it's, like... She seemingly was pulling How up, hot like, would that fire have been <laughs> yeah. where they were, like, we can't even find anything that resembles a human? I mean, yeah, and it's just, like, they seemingly just got, like, boxes of, like, black iron and ash. It's just, like... I don't know. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Yeah, not really. It's like whenever they and came her up, death makes like zero. <laughs> like what? Oh yeah, they kill they kill the lab tech for no reason. Yeah, I don't even was was she like about to reveal something? I don't even remember. I guess she was calling him right. On yeah, I mean I don't know. They were just like we gotta. We they probably were like, well, this is a horror movie. It's under the Halloween, you know, umbrella. We have to have more deaths. Yeah, on screen deaths. I don't know. I mean, it, like I said, I mean the opposite. Yeah, they're really for some reason they're keeping tabs on this town two hours away. Yeah, I don't it, know. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess maybe they were worried because, you know, they had to go and kill that guy there, and yeah. You know, one of their robots lit himself on fire for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the scene of that guy dumping the gasoline on himself is like one of my favorite things in any movie ever. It's so great. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Um, Halloween 3. Yeah, Season pretty good. Of the Witch. Um, available finally on blu-ray we watch it every year <laughs> <laughs> sometimes multiple times a year yeah um so yeah i mean you can continue to check us out at greatestmoments.podbean.com you can go down to the little bottom there and just click on the uh rss podcast feed thing at the bottom and i mean you can get it if you have the podcast app on your phone your iphone there you go this it's, is basically the same thing as dr chalice explaining to the guy to take everything off the tv <laughs> yeah it's 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 about it's gonna be as effective yeah and we're just as informed on how 
podcasts and downloading and phones work. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the website. I mean, if you don't want to have to keep checking back, because as we've established, I mean, we're going to just be posting random numbers of podcasts on different days, different amounts of podcasts. I mean, there's not really going to be a whole lot of structure to this thing. So it'll be easier just to subscribe. And, you know, eventually, hopefully we'll be more accessible via iTunes and that kind of stuff and whatever. You know. Or maybe we already are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just look for us out there. Yeah, but whatever. yeah, but the the if you if you can't find us, you know, one way or another, it's al- always come back to greatestmoments.podbean.com because that's right where we're at. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's the we'll home base. <laughs> tell your friends. We're like a word of mouth type thing because obviously we're not going to we teased some uh social media but you know that's probably not gonna happen <laughs> we could create like a twitter account and then never tweet it or do anything with it so i mean there's really no point no let's not do that so i mean you know word of mouth tell you tell a friend be like hey All i right, found this wrap this up <laughs> i'm having a good time talking about our you know listeners halloween three <laughs> Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. That's all we have to say. All right. See you next time. Still my own.